Rick it, Rick it. This is Wicket's World with Mike Wicket from the Valley Bet Sportsbook App Studio. Get social features, casino rewards, and exclusive games in one betting app. Here on a Friday, it is time. Let's do this. I feel like it's going to be a very busy show. Uh, we are live on 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines, and we are live on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page because, well, frankly, we got a lot of football to talk about. Uh, coming up, we'll get to the nonsense about the college football playoff. We will talk about the uh, OBJ news and where he might fall. There are a couple of interesting landing spots, but uh, if you're watching on the video, I am still repping the, the, uh, the G as a Green Bay Packers fan. And Kira, what name is on the back of that jersey that I'm wearing? Uh, ro ro Roger. Roger. The unvaccinated quarterback is still on my back. I am a fan. I am still disappointed in Aaron Rodgers. I, uh, I've, I've spoken at length a lot this week about Aaron Rodgers and just how upsetting it is to see the leader of the team not get the vaccine to put himself well above the, uh, the goals of this franchise, which is to get back to the Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl. If this is the last dance, then go out on, on a blaze of glory when he's done with Green Bay. It's infuriating to see that this is where we are at with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Let's go back in time just a bit. Here is uh, what happened back on August the 26th. This was Aaron Rodgers when he was asked a very simple question. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and have made statements, owners who have made statements. Um, you know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Mm, guys, uh, I on think the it's team. a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Those guys. Um, there's guys who've been vaccinated, have contracted COVID. Um, so, it's it's an interesting issue. What a magnificent job! Magnificent job by Aaron Rodgers to deflect. <laughs> to not answer the question. That is a wonderful job by Rodgers back in August because nobody thought anything of it. I mean, at that point, it was immunized. He knows what he's probably saying. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's a really smart guy. Immunized, vaccinated, got to be the same thing, right? Oh, sure, it's got to. No. And, and, and he paints the picture. And, and Rodgers is a, is a very brilliant man. I think when it comes to choosing his words, he knows exactly what he's saying. He's always known exactly what he's saying when he's on the Pat McAfee show, when he's done interviews, when he, you know, the, the, the aloof availability he had this off season when the whole drama was going down of whether or not he's going to be coming back. And Aaron picks his words very, very well. Smart dude. I've covered the guy. I've talked to the guy. Very smart guy. And when he said I'm immunized, he knew a couple of things. One, most of us aren't smart enough to know the difference between vaccinated and immunized. Let's be honest. Do you? I didn't until this week. I know there's a very specific clarification between the word immunized and vaccinated as determined by the National Football League. 
But for the most part, we didn't realize it at the time. And Rob Domovsky, I had Rob on this show one week ago. Boy, did I miss the boat by a week. Man, would it have been better to schedule Rob for this week when he was on this show last week from ESPN.com. Packers reporter, he's had a very busy week. Uh, he was on with Greeny here on ESPN Des Moines, and he was asked about what he remembers from that day on August 26th. Well, I remember walking out of the press conference that day. I think it was August 26th. And I literally opened the uh, dictionary app on my phone and looked up the word immunized because I thought it was a really odd choice of words. Well, the, the dictionary basically says that immunized means someone who has been vaccinated. So, okay, I guess I thought, well, it's a weird choice of words, but it must be right. And he, he's a smart guy. He, he's not going to just pull words out of the, out of the air. Yeah, um, but it certainly now seems more curious and just out maybe even misleading now that we know that, that he is unvaccinated in the traditional sense of that he did not get one of the three approved COVID-19 vaccines. It's Rob Domovsky, ESPN.com. More from him coming up in just a second. So when you say I'm immunized, and this has been going on all camp, Right. This was in August. This had been going on during training camp. And you saw Rodgers in street clothes. He was on the sidelines because he didn't play in any of the preseason games. It was Jordan Love time. And then it was uh, Banker time or whoever their third string quarterback was, who, by the way, also tested positive for COVID-19 this week. Was strange, I know. Very, very weird. So Rodgers then does the press conference, does all the press conferences, does all the media sessions. We see him on the sidelines. And, and, and still, there is no reason for anyone to believe at that point that Rodgers was unvaccinated. He said, I'm immunized. And that was the end of it. Knowing full well, knowing full well that immunized did not mean vaccinated. All right. And so those of us watching the Packers play and you they're on national TV all the time. They've already played a Monday nighter. They played a Sunday nighter. They played a Thursday nighter. They're, they're one of the marquee franchises that are on TV. They're the Joe Buck game often. And you see Rodgers on the sideline. You don't have to wear a mask, but it's encouraged to wear a mask on the sideline if you're unvaccinated. The press conferences, he meets with the media during the week every week because he's the quarterback. He meets with the, court, with the media after every game. And if you are unvaccinated, you're supposed to do them via Zoom. Rodgers knows he's unvaccinated, but still goes to the media room and meets with the media in front of 30, 40, 50 people. I've been in that media room a dozen times in my life, maybe more than that. Everyone in the media is vaccinated or masked, or maybe both. Rogers isn't, and that is a team facility. And I don't know what the rule of law is, but I believe that is a violation of the NFL's protocol. Because anytime you are inside the team facility, you must be wearing a mask if you are unvaccinated. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me if you like the rules set down by the NFL. I don't care if you like the mask rules. I don't care if you don't like the mask rules. I don't care if you like the vaccination effort or you don't like the vaccination effort. These are the rules. All right. Nobody ever liked the rules their parents set up, but you follow the rules. I don't like the fact that it's sometimes in Des Moines. I got to drive 55 on the freeway. It's some of the slowest ass driving I've ever done in my life. But they have cameras. All right. And I have been busted. My wife has been busted twice. All right. Right there on the freeway. And there's a reason you have to follow those rules, because 
they are deemed necessary. And there are penalties if you don't. So Rodgers is going through all of this with this illusion, this ruse, this facade that he is vaccinated because he's not wearing masks where he's supposed to. The NFL now has to look into all the cameras over the last eight, nine, ten weeks of where Rodgers is after being told that he is not vaccinated by the NFL because, as Rob Domofsky is going to tell us, there was some bargaining going on between Rodgers and the National Football League. They went back and forth for a month in August with appeals and ultimately the league, the union, and a joint infectious disease expert deemed him unvaccinated. He would now not get an exemption. So everyone has known this. The team has known this. They've tried to get him to wear masks in press conferences or do it on Zoom. He has not. The league fully knows that he's been doing this. So why why they haven't tried to put a stop and tried not to it. And I think Kirk Cousins in, in Minneapolis might be doing the same thing. I think he's doing his press conferences in person and, and he is unvaccinated. He has been public about it. So who the onus is on is probably a little bit on everybody. But if you're the team, I mean, can you, you can't hold a guy down, strap a mask to his face before you send him into the media auditorium. I'm not sure what else you do. So the ruse continues. So the, the Aaron is now at this point making you believe, making me believe still that even though in August he got told after a month's worth of negotiation that his homeopathy, his trying to build up antibodies, his oils, his eucalyptus baths, his extra sunbathing, his voodoo magic, whatever he's doing, Aaron Rodgers knows he's unvaccinated, knows he's in violation. But he does, it's like the guy that's broke, that goes around driving the Jaguar and takes out the extra lease on a Cadillac and then takes out an extra lease on a Mercedes Benz. Even though the guy doesn't have any money, he's driving around like you think he's got a lot of money. But he doesn't have it. Meanwhile, Rodgers is not vaccinated and is ignoring the protocol. Do the Packers know about this? If the Packers knew about this, they are as compliant as Rodgers himself for not following the rules. This is going to get nasty, I believe. This all stems from a failure from the Green Bay media to follow up. And this is not like wicked, oh, you're in the media. You're upset he lied to the media. No. I'm mad at the media. My guy, Ryan Wood, who writes for the Press Gazette or the Journal Sentinel, I can't remember which one. My guy, Ryan Wood, a friend of mine, writes, he, he's the one that asked the initial question. And Domovsky will admit that he and the rest of the media failed in the press room that day. It was a failing, I think, on our part as a group that covers this team of not following up what he meant by that. Uh, but, but here's what he did. He said, yeah, I've been immunized. And then he went into this long explanation about how it's a personal choice and he wouldn't hold it against anyone who has been vaccinated and he knows people that are positive or positive that were vaccinated and the the way he talked you know he, he talked for so long about it and then the press conference was essentially over and we never went back and asked him what he meant by immunized and that's something that's going to have to be further that's going to have to be clarified it sure seems like based on how long he would have to be out, that he'd be out, he is falling into the unvaccinated category. But um, the word choice immunized should have been further explained at that time. The next question out of anybody's mouth after Rogers deflected and talked about those guys, again, building the ruse, building the lie. The next question out of anybody's mouth, whether it was Rob's or any member of the Green Bay media should have been, can I get clarification? Have you had the Moderna 
Pfizer or Johnson and jo Johnson vaccine injected into your vein? That should have been the next question. Aaron Rodgers is a god in Wisconsin. The Green Bay Packers are untouchable in the, in the state of Wisconsin. If you're a sports writer covering the Green Bay Packers, you don't want to make Big Brother mad. You don't want to make the mothership upset. I've done it. I've been called into the principal's office. I've been shunned from interviews and things in the Green Bay media. It's happened to me when I worked up in that state. I know people that got denied press conferences because they were harsh towards the organization. I think some of the Green Bay media were afraid to ask that question and right now have egg all over their face because that should have been the very next question that came out. So getting back to Rodgers, he doesn't get asked the question. He, he's just deflecting, talking through, because the big story about Rodgers is he's back, the last dance, the Instagram post, the thing with Devontae Adams. And then we get into week one, and it was a disaster, and nobody cares about anybody's vaccination status within that locker room because of how poorly Green Bay played in week one. And then, of course, we know they've won seven straight. Everything's great. Green Bay Packers, number one seed at this moment. And then Wednesday happens. Wednesday happens, and we find out at about 9.30. They found out about 8.30 because here's how the Packers probably knew and aided and abetted this ridiculousness. Unvaccinated players in the National Football League have to take tests every day. Devontae Adams is not, I'm sorry, he is vaccinated doesn't have to take tests every day. He tested positive before the Arizona game. He missed it. They still wound up winning. But if the Packers were giving Aaron Rodgers a test every single day, then they knew he was unvaccinated. A week ago, Rodgers had a Halloween party. He grew his hair out. It was the biggest thing in, in Packers Twitter. Why is Aaron Rodgers growing his hair out? He was John Wick for Halloween. And there's a great photo of him with Preston Smith's dog that recreates the photo that Keanu Reeves has in the movie with his dog in the John Wick movies. The NFL stipulates that off-premise, off-campus, you cannot be in groups of larger than three. Rogers had a Halloween party. The backup Jordan Love was there. Lots of people were there. Another violation, but yet another sign and symbol to the world I'm vaccinated. I could have a party. I could have people over. It built and built and built. And Rogers believed he was going to skate through all of this. He thought he wouldn't catch it. He thought, man, if I can just get through the next three months, four months, I'm going to be just fine. No one's going to know that I'm not vaccinated. And he got popped. And I don't know where he got it. I don't know if it was at his party. I don't know who was at that party. I didn't get the guest list, nor did I get an invite. And I think after this little bit of a, a rant, I don't think I'm going to get an invite to Aaron's next Halloween party. Kara, do you think I'm going to get invited to, to Roger's party after all this? It's looking, it's looking <laughs> grim. All right. But maybe... Maybe a Christmas party. Who knows? So Roger's has the party. I'm guessing that's where it came from. Dozens of people are there. Everybody's yelling, woohoo! Drinks are flowing, food's being had, it's good times. People are posing with pictures. Come here, John Wick. Come here, John Wick. Catching some COVID. Catching catch and spreading some vid. 
And I'm not saying that if you're not vaccinated, you can't go out and have a good time. Again, that is your choice. But you are not the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. People would not be as upset. I would not be as upset had I had Aaron Rodgers taken the Kirk Cousins route. And I can't believe I'm complimenting Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins sucks. But Kirk Cousins, as a football player, but Kirk Cousins' dad is a pastor. Kirk is very, uh, Kirk is very uh, uh, religious. Kirk has said, I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm not getting the vaccine. I'll follow the protocols. And people mocked him and said, what are we going to do, plexiglass around your locker? But at least Kirk was up front with us. And so was Carson Wentz of the Indianapolis Colts, who Rob Domofsky talked about, because Wentz, who you see on the sideline, is following all the proper protocols, and he is unvaccinated. Carson Wentz is unvaccinated, right? That's, right. Been, that's been noted. And every time I've seen him on the sideline, he's wearing a mask, right? When he comes off the field, mm. he puts a mask on. When he goes to shake hands after the game, he has a mask on. Rodgers hasn't done any of that um, in, in the public. I don't know what he's doing behind closed doors. Um, unvaccinated players would, will have to wear masks in the facility when they're in meetings and things like that. Um, I, we don't know what he's doing there, but when he's in the pair, but with public... You know, and, and in places just like Carson Wentz is wearing a mask, Rodgers is not wearing So Rodgers is not following the protocol. Wentz is. Wentz is knowingly unvaccinated. Again, it's just a giant ruse. And some people will say, well, Wicket, you're, he didn't lie to you. He's just not telling you the truth. If I go out with some buddies to a bar, and then I go to a casino, and then I go to a strip club, and then I go to another bar, and then I come home, and my wife asks me, Wicket, where have you been? And I say, I was out with my friends. Did I just lie to my wife? Did I lie? Did I mishold the truth? Did I, I, I'm not telling you where I was, but I'm not also lying to you. you, do you did you ever see the VeggieTales special no. about fibbing? No. <laughs> yeah, I have three babies, but I'm sure I will. <laughs> It's, it's a good watch right? Uh, for this reason exactly. Because she's going to be mad. She'll be upset probably. I mean, my wife's very cool. She'd be like, she wouldn't care if I went to a strip club and a casino. But I just lied to her. Where you been? Out with my buddies. Nah, I wasn't really telling the whole truth. And now Rogers is out for this week. He will not be playing on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. More on that. More on the future of Rogers. And now... How much bigger will this get? It's Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket here on 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on the vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and have made statements, owners have made statements. Um, you know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Um, there's guys who have been vaccinated if contracted COVID. Um, so it's, it's an interesting issue. Darren Rogers here on 1021 FM, 1350 ESPN, Des Moines. It's Wicket's World. I'm Mike Wicket. So Aaron Rodgers back on the 26th. Uh, saying he is immunized and not vaccinated. So Earlier, he was on the, uh, the Pat McAfee show, which uh, Pat McAfee and his co-host, A.J. Hawk. A.J. is a good friend of Aaron's. They played together for a long time. Uh, he does a Tuesday uh, show. But today, he has gone back on with Pat McAfee. 
And here are some of the things that he said. Aaron Rodgers has, uh, claims that he has an allergy to an ingredient in the Moderna vaccine. Come on. He has an allergy in the ingredient in the Moderna vaccine, and so that left the Johnson and Johnson. I don't know why the Pfizer vaccine wasn't an option, but fine. Uh, that left the Johnson and Johnson vaccine as his only choice. But at that time, in the spring, he had heard of people who had adverse side effects from the Johnson and Johnson shot. He then petitioned the league to apply for exemptions. Told McAfee that he's doing well. Uh, he said he has followed all of the protocols for an unvaxxed player, except for masking in the press conference. That's interesting uh, because there are cameras everywhere in the Packers buildings and they will find out if that is true when you are unvaccinated and you eat when the team eats in the cafeteria imagine a square all right this is what a cafeteria looks like one corner is for unvaccinated players if any meal that he has had in the last three months has been had in a chair that is not deemed unvaccinated only He's violated, and that's fourteen thousand five hundred and fifty bucks or whatever it is, some weird amount. And I, I, I have to wonder: will they have camera evidence of that? He's so he's basically saying that he's followed all the unvaxxed player protocols, except in the press conference, because in his mind it makes no sense given that everyone else in the room is masked and vaxxed. Again, Aaron and everyone else who doesn't like the mandate, who doesn't like the protocols, I don't care what your feelings are if you think it's dumb. It's the rule. It is the rule. If the NFL says when you are in a building, inside a building, and you are with people in that building that is owned by the Green Bay Packers, of which the press, uh, the press room is inside Lambeau, you have to wear a mask. Don't care if you don't like it. Don't care if you're like, well, they're back. They're masked. I'm not. That's the rule. So there's a violation at least, at least 16 times. At least 16 times. Roger said that he had some symptoms Tuesday night. Tested positive on Wednesday. Didn't feel great yesterday, but feels better today. Well, that actually fits the timeline of the Halloween party perfectly. He got it on Saturday, maybe Sunday. Don't know when the party was. They had, Thursday, they had the Thursday game, so they didn't play on Sunday. They usually have that Saturday off after a Thursday game before they get back into game week. Makes complete sense that he would get it four or five days later, start feeling like crap, test positive four days later, and now he's out for this week. It's just, it, I don't believe for a second, by the way, that Aaron Rodgers knowingly has an allergic reaction to an ingredient in the Moderna vaccine? Come on. Give me a break. He is trying to lie to you. Sounds like another, can you clarify that for me moment? Yeah, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, what exactly is the ingredient in the Moderna vaccine you're allergic to? Aaron Rodgers has also said there is coercion and collusion by NFL GMs to not sign unvaccinated players. You mean team owners don't want to sign unvaccinated players because if they have to miss two games, then their team might suffer? You can call that collusion. You can call that smart business. Whatever you want to call it, that's what it is. 
listen, if I'm going to pay a player $10 million to come play for my team, I want him there for 16 games. If he's an unvaccinated player who could possibly infect others in my locker room, I don't want that player on my team. I do not believe for a second that is collusion or coercion or any of that crap. That's smart business is what that is. That's just ridiculous to claim collusion. It says media has been trying to shame out all unvaccinated people and branding them as selfish. I'm only branding Aaron Rodgers as selfish in this. Um, Aaron, you are the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You are not some fourth string left tackle on the practice squad. The entire organization's goals, the entire season rests on your availability. I don't know if this means Rodgers is going to get the vaccine because the only bright spot in all of this is that it happened the first week of November and not the last week of December. Because if it happens the last week of December, he has to miss 10 days. That's a playoff game. Season's over. They play the Rams in the first playoff game or if they've got to go down to Tampa Bay and play down there or whatever. Season's over. You want to go to you want to send Jordan Love down to Dallas? See if they can keep up with Dak and the Cowboys or out to LA to see how Jordan Love does against Aaron Donald and now Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey. Keep up with Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and that incredible offense they have out there in LA. Good luck to the kid. He's basically a rookie. And this is great. This is really gonna flip people upside down. Rogers says he's in the crosshairs of the woke mob and uses the cancel culture reference, says he did not lie about his vaccination status, called it a witch hunt, and said his plan was to say he was immunized. All right, so if you're playing... uh, (laughs) If you're playing woke bingo, you've got woke mob, cancel culture, and witch hunt all in a row from Aaron Rodgers. You know... I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, but I will tell you right now, hearing this, reading this, it, I, I am absolutely losing respect for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron has now, on uh, Pat McAfee's show, as I'm continuing to read some, some of the transcripts, the transcripts, he has consulted with his, quotes now good friend Joe Rogan. I'm done. Joe Rogan is the guy that tells you to take the horse tranquilizer or whatever to, uh, to get rid of this. Okay. How are you feeling? Still, still okay? I, I, I don't feel still good okay? about the jersey I'm wearing right now. I don't feel good about the Rodgers jersey I'm wearing right now. Uh, it doesn't sound like to me that Rodgers is going to get uh, vaccinated between now and the end of the season. Um... And that bodes poorly for my, my January. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what the protocols are going to be next year in the NFL. I have no idea. Maybe we'll know more about the effects that Aaron is concerned about. Maybe we'll know about the short-term, long-term effects of Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Um, but here's the deal. You want to play in the NFL? You want to win a Super Bowl? You want to win it with the Green Bay Packers this year? Your ass better get the, uh, the vaccination. Or you better be a hell of a lot more careful about where you are, who you're with, and what you're doing. Because, look, if Carson Wentz comes down with, uh, with COVID-19, 
Colt's going to lose him for a game, maybe two games. Is Sam Ellinger going to get them a couple of wins? But the question comes back to Rodgers, and is he now going to get vaccinated? If he's not going to get vaccinated this year, what happens if this same situation, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it may be, what happens if it happens again? Is, is, is he going to get, what happens if he misses a playoff game? Roger says, if the vaccine is so great, then how are people still getting COVID and spreading COVID and dying from COVID? Because 99% of people that are dying from COVID are unvaccinated, and the 1% are because vaccines are not 100%. I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers thinks this appearance on Pat McAfee's show is going to be taken and going the way that it is. Rogers has said, woke Bob, cancel culture, anti-vax, not a flat earther, did my own research, and something about being sterile and fertile. Man, I think Aaron is probably in his mind believing that he is killing this interview. And he's not. You know that you're killing an interview when you say sterile and fertile in the same... Yeah, so stop listening to physicians, <laughs> doctors, scientists, and listen to the guy who used to host Fear Factor. That's the guy you want. Ugh. From a personal professional football standpoint, from a fan standpoint, I hope all he misses is this game and he rides this chip on his shoulder to winning the NFC North, to winning the NFC, to having a great final 10 games or seven games of the NFL season, however many he's going to play. But it feels like this is not going to go well. It just, from my gut, doesn't feel like this is going to go well. I think the NFL is going to... And I don't think Rodgers should have been doing this appearance on Pat McAfee's show. I think it's keep your mouth shut. I think it's let it play out, take your suspension, do the 10 days, get tested, go through the protocols, get back on the field, and then maybe you can be there for Seattle a week from Sunday. This is one of those where it's like, Aaron, you didn't need to go on, on TV. You did not need to do this because now the NFL is going to be even more upset. And what may have been a two-game suspension, maybe it becomes a four-game suspension. Maybe he doesn't play again until mid-December. Because the NFL is doing their investigation, and they can, they can go one of two ways with this. I think the NFL will go this way. Slap on the wrist. Or I thought that 20 minutes ago. Five minutes ago, hell. I believe now that the NFL is sitting here like, you're going to listen to Joe Rogan and not us? Mm-mm, man. We are going to check every box for every violation. You had a midweek press conference, 14-5. You had a post-game press conference, 14-5. You had another midweek press conference. Oh, you had 16 post-game press conferences. Did the Packers know about this? Boom, 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 boom. I think the NFL is mad. I think the, the, the Packers organization is now getting embarrassed on this national show that he is on. This is, this, is, this is not going to end well for Rodgers and his relationship with the Green Bay Packers and, and the season. This might just be too much of a powder keg. Okay, lots to unpack. Coming up, what does it mean for Jordan Love? We'll talk about some college football nonsense. And, and who knows, maybe we'll continue to play Aaron Rodgers' bingo here on Wicket's World on ESPN Des Moines.
Phone lines are open. 515-244-1350. This is Wicket's World on 1350 ESPN. Just really having a hard time with some of this right now. The more, the more Aaron Rodgers speaks about invertibusin or whatever that, however you say that, the more Aaron Rodgers speaks, the better I, the 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 worse I feel, but the better I feel about Jordan Love going forward. Oh my lord! Okay. Let's move on to what is happening this Sunday as Aaron Rodgers is revealing to the world that he is not a flat earther, flat earther, uh, that he took the invertibusin. Is that how you say it? Am I saying it right, Kira? I don't know, man. Okay. I'm not right. a doctor. I'm you, not a vet. Neither. <laughs> That's true. You're not a vet. Apparently, <laughs> Joe Rogan's a doctor. Not the team doctors, not the off-season's worth of doctors, but the fact that He's getting his medical advice from his friend, Joe Rogan, and this is what he's saying on the Pat McAfee show earlier today. Woo! All right, so as for this weekend's game, as for Jordan Love making his first start this weekend, uh, Love gets the start at Kansas City. He, of course, played zero minutes last year. He was not ready. It was the strangest offseason getting uh, you know, drafted during a pandemic. Everything was Zoom. There was no real training camp. There was no game. He didn't see a minute worth of action on a single snap. He, I don't even know if he was active for any of the games. But Love gets the start going up at Kansas City. Keyshawn Johnson, uh, earlier today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, uh, talked about the way for Jordan Love to be successful. The great thing about Jordan Love is this is an opportunity to display yes. his talents in, in real time. And what I mean by real time, he hasn't played football in almost two and a half years. Um, last time we saw him on the field, he was at Utah State in a mm. real field, in a real game. Uh, Utah State versus UNLV is not the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. He is now entering the, the Autobahn where things are going to be flying. No speed limit. There's no speed limit. So things have got to slow down for him. They've got to put him in a position to have some success. And, and they will. Uh, you get Devontae Adams back. He is off the COVID list. We don't know about Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, in this one, but look, if, if you're an NFL fan and you were tuning in, and I, I listen, this was the game, this was the State Farm Bowl, this was what the Super Bowl could have been. Man, Lafleur wouldn't have kicked the field goal. This is what the Super Bowl could have been: Rodgers v. Mahomes, the State Farm Bowl. We could have had Jared for State Farm out there doing the coin toss or whatever, or Jake from State Farm, not Jared. Jared's the subway guy. Jake from State Farm could have been out there flipping the coin. But now we get Jordan Love versus Mahomes. And this Chiefs team, if you're a Chiefs fan, you know this is not a real good effort so far for this squad on offense and on defense. And there are a lot of reasons for that. Um, Jordan Love is going to be able to move the football on this Kansas City Chiefs team, I believe. I, I think that there will be times when Love looks like a guy who's never made a start because he's never made a start. There will be times when Jordan Love struggles in this game. But... Green Bay's offensive line has been pretty darn good this year. And he has a lot of weapons to lean on. The most important weapons for Jordan Love to lean on are the two guys that are going to be lining up behind him and his two running backs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I know that the game plans are very different when Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback and when versus when Jordan Love is the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. You can scheme a bunch of stuff up. You give Aaron Rodgers autonomy to call the play, change the play, 
at the line of scrimmage. He can read a defense. He can see the matrix. He's like Peyton Manning. He can see everything before it happens. He can motion guys. He's, Love's not there. I don't know when Love will get there. I hope Love will get there, but he's not there right now. Aaron Rodgers is there because Aaron, despite some of the comments he's made today on his national radio show, is a very smart guy, <laughs> right? But when Love is, is under center, I hope they utilize the monsters they have in that backfield, the thunder and lightning of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and, and lean on, on your pass catchers. Lean on Devontae Adams and lean on the veteran Randall Cobb. I think they get Alan Lazard back. Lazard is unvaccinated, but I think he is now enough time has passed. He'll be able to play in this one, assuming he's not going to have any issues between now and Sunday, and, and hopefully he will be fine. But Jordan Love is set up for success, not just with his team, but it's the team that he's playing. The guys on the other side of the ball coming up on Sunday on defense are horrific. It is one of the worst defenses in the National Football League. I believe they have just improved to 29th overall and improved to 25th on the ground. They are not... <laughs> Kansas City's defense stinks, and it happens at all three levels. Uh, Frank Clark, who's been pe better in the last three weeks for the first five or six of the season, has been a non-factor. They moved Chris Jones out of the interior. They put him on the outside. He's been a non-factor. Dan Sorensen has the... I, this stat is amazing. When quarterbacks are throwing at Dan Sorensen, the worst starting safety in the National Football League, those quarterbacks have a passer rating of 158.3, which is perfect, against Sorensen. So if you can utilize your run game, if you're the Packers, lean on Jones, lean on Dillon, and then run some play action up against that single high or two high safety look, depending on where the honey badger lines up, I think Love can take advantage of that. Do I expect Green Bay to go and win? No, I, I still think this is too much for a rookie to do in a short amount of time. I mean, we got word about Rodgers' positive test and that he was out on Wednesday, which means when they were practicing, assuming they practiced Monday, Tuesday, Rodgers was getting the snaps with the ones. So really, Love had Wednesday snaps, Thursday snaps, snaps today with the ones. They walk through, travel tomorrow, obviously, down to Arrowhead, and then, he'll, and then it's go time. So he's got a very short amount of time to practice with the guys on the first team there will be a very limited playbook. This will not be the whole playbook like Aaron Rodgers has. This will be a very small playbook. It'll be very vanilla, most likely. Um, but this is his time to shine. You know, back in like 08 or 09, I can't remember, uh, Brett Favre got hurt in a game against the Dallas Cowboys. It was the end of the streak. Brett Favre got hurt in that game, and you thought, well, here comes Rodgers. But Rodgers had sat for three years, and nobody knew what Rodgers was going to be. Nobody had any idea because he had suffered a couple of injuries. He was building a reputation of being soft, of being made of glass, and he came out and balled out. Rodgers was so far behind in this game because of the, the deficit that Favre put him in that there was no chance of a real comeback, but he looked great. We didn't know what Rodgers was going to become, but that was the sign the Packers needed that it was time to move on from Favre. And that offseason, they traded him to the Jets, and we know what Rodgers has gone on to do on the football field. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not saying what we see out of, Roger, out of uh, Love is going to be 
fantastic to the point where you can look ahead to 22 and say, boom, there's the guy. Get rid of Rodgers. But if Love can look good in the eyes of Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekinds and the rest of this, this organization, it may make next offseason a little bit easier than this offseason was for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I still think Mahomes and company are going to win. They're at home, rookie quarterback. Kansas City desperately needs a win as well. Uh, they're, in a, in a lot of people's eyes, a fading squad where they are the reigning AFC champions. Uh, coming up next, college football madness. You want to talk about some overreaction. It happened on Tuesday night. It's ridiculous that we're still doing this. I'll tell you what it is coming up next here on ESPN Des Moines. All right, so I, I'll get to college football a five times. But this just came down from Tom Pelissero about Rodgers and, and COVID and whatnot. He is now, because he tested positive and sat out this 10, it will have to sit out this 10 days. He is now exempted out of daily COVID testing for the next 90 days. Why? What sense does that make? I could read you the thing from the NFL rules. Any player or individual who can provide documented evidence of a positive test resulting from an approved test will be exempted from the normal virus testing cadence required in this section for a period of 90 days from the original date of the original positive test. This individual must continue to check in each day for a symptom screen. The aforementioned documented evidence shall be provided to the club's ICO and reviewed and approved in conjunction with ICS and the NFL's chief medical officer. After the expiration of that 90-day period, any such non-fully vaccinated individual shall receive... Required virus testing one time per week until such time as that individual receives a negative test result. What? So he tested positive, and now he doesn't have to take any more tests, no more daily tests for the next 90 days, which, by the way, it's the week before the Super Bowl. Once that individual has received a negative test result, he or she will be returned to the regular testing cadence required for an individual in his or her tier. Any positive test result received after that non-fully vaccinated individual has received two consecutive negative test results shall be treated as a new positive test, and the individual may be subject to the requirements of the treatment response protocol. Subject to any player who is not fully vaccinated who is exempted from testing due to previously documented positive virus test as described in subsection 1 will not be... Whatever. I don't would understand you, it. Would you like to hear my crazy conspiracy theory? He knew this? No. You think he knew it? No. You think he knew it and... and, and <laughs> And was just like, let's do this, say, 90 days out from the Super Bowl. We'll be good. That's my guess. I, Aaron's a bright dude. He's a very smart guy. So this was, this was issued by the NFL, correct? Yeah, these are in the rules that were sent down this spring or this summer or whatever. He just got a positive test and can't test again for 90 days, which is leading up to the Super Bowl. Yeah. What if this is their way of being like, well, we don't know if you're positive or negative or not. We, so we we'll won't just, know anymore. We'll just... We'll just hold you until, until 90 days, and maybe you can play the Super Bowl. I want to take that spin on it because I'm an optimist. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, man, Aaron is now going after both sides of the political spectrum because apparently, again, uh, viruses and vaccines are political. He says the right is going to champion me. The left is going to cancel me. I don't give a bleep about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going on Fox News just like I'm not going on CNN. I swear I was going to get to college football. I really was. But 
I just can't. I, I just don't know what to do with all of this information. How much time do I have, Kara? Uh, you got two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. Go. All right. So the college football playoff came out this week. And, of course, we got Georgia. We got Alabama. Uh, we got Oregon. And what's the fourth one? We got Ohio State. What do we got? Those are the, the, the college football rankings are out. And people are all upset. Very upset because little Cincinnati isn't going to get a chance. Oh, Michigan State, not Ohio State. Michigan State, sorry. It's Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, and Oregon are your, your top four in the world of college football, right? And then you've got everything that's behind them, which is what? Cincinnati is, is behind them. Ohio State's behind them. Michigan's behind them. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody freaking out. Five weeks before this actually matters needs to shut up. I cannot, I, I couldn't believe it on Tuesday when the rankings came out. And I know here on ESPN, we were championing the fact that we're going to be carrying the college football playoff rankings, the first ones of the year. None of this matters. It doesn't matter as much as college football preseason rankings don't matter. Georgia and Bama will play each other. If Bama loses twice, they've already lost once. If Bama loses twice, they're out. If Michigan State doesn't win the Big Ten, they're out, all right? They still have to play Ohio State and then perhaps Wisconsin or whoever out of the West in the Big Ten title game. If they lose one of those ball games, they're out. If Cincinnati keeps on winning, the attrition in front of them will put Cincinnati in. The difference between Cincinnati and a Boise or Cincinnati and a Coastal Carolina or a Cincinnati and whatever little tiny school that you're like, give them a chance. The difference is they have a road win at Notre Dame, and that will actually matter. If Ohio State loses again, they're out. They've already lost once. If Michigan loses again, they're out, and Michigan will lose to Ohio State. Ohio State will probably lose to Michigan State, and Michigan will then lose to Ohio State. That's probably what's going to happen. Oregon. You can, when has Oregon ever become up clutch? If, if Oregon loses again, they're out. All of this yelling and screaming about Cincinnati not getting the love, and Cincinnati is going to get screwed over by the committee. Stop. All right, and I don't want to hear about Oklahoma. Oklahoma might be nine and zero, but with that horrendous win, that ugly effort against Kansas, they're about as valid as anybody else to be on the outside looking in. So when the college football rankings come out again next week, after whatever team gets upset this weekend, don't freak out. And Cincinnati, you want to be loved, you want to be respected, you want the college football playoff to expand. Keep winning, Cincinnati. I don't care if it's by two points over Tulsa or whoever else you're playing, Army, Navy, whatever. Fun show today. If you missed it, podcast it over at ESPNDesMoines.com. Have a great weekend. Thanks to Kira for being on the other side, keeping us on the air. Thanks to you for listening and watching. This has been Wicket's World on ESPN Des Moines. Have a great weekend. Des Moines Firestone Ag is the number one agriculture tire facility in the country. Employing over 1,300 of the finest team members helping to feed America, Firestone Ag is part of the very fabric of the Des Moines community and has been for over 75 years. To continue leading the industry in Des Moines, Firestone Ag is searching for talented, hardworking people like you to join their team in commitment to America's farmers. If you are a hard worker who is proud and excited to live the American dream, Firestone Ag will wants you. If you want to buy a house, a car, raise your family, you can do it all with your career at Firestone Ag. 
They are hiring for production operators, powerhouse operators, and maintenance positions, all with a sign-on bonus and competitive pay. Hi, I'm Chris Glover. I'm a bias operator at Firestone. I've worked here for 13 years. It's got a great schedule, there's good benefits, and the people are good. I would love for you to come and apply, and we would like to talk to you. Apply online at firestoneagdsmjobs.com today. Northern Lights Pizza. There is nothing like a Northern Lights Pizza served piping hot from the oven. And now you can experience our pizza at the peak of perfection at the newest location. We're open now at Zora Rooftop at Ingersoll and MLK. You'll find all of your favorites like Scooby Snacks and Pasta, plus a kid-friendly menu and many other unique items, all served hot and fresh right to your table. Sit inside or choose from two levels of rooftop fun. Come and enjoy an ice-cold beer with your pizza. Hi, I'm Sandy. I'm Carrie. We're, We're Northern, Northern Lights, Lights pizza. pizza. We invite you to give us a try today at northernlightspizza.com. Northern Lights, one-of-a-kind delivery pizza on a passionate pursuit of pizza perfection. Your home of the tasty crust pizza and the breadsticks you crave. Pizzeria quality every time. Order now at northernlightspizza.com. It's deliciousness delivered. Once you try it, you'll say... The pizza's great. Love the breadsticks. Northern Lights Pizza. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hey, Des Moines, Joe Clements here, and this month I want to say thanks. So I'm on a mission to make car buying easy as pie and help you snag a sweet deal on a nicer, newer ride. Regardless of your credit or any other sticky situation, you could drive a nicer, newer car for just $6 down. That's not a lot of dough. So if your old ride is flaky, crusty, burnt, or rusty, don't let it squash your happiness. You could drive a nicer, newer car for just 6 bucks down. It's easy as pie. Think getting approved is pie in the sky? My one and only for the people credit approval process is sugar, spice, and everything nice. Because we do everything in our power to make getting approved easy as pie. Even if you've been turned down before. So come on over to Capital City Motor Company. You could be approved for just six bucks down. Now that's easy as pie. Mm. But hurry, a deal this delicious won't last long. My name is Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com. Approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. All terms have to go for both the minimum requirements. Mm. Hi. Do you have company coming and need a new From bed?